Well, just when you think it's going to be a calm news day for once, boom, something always has to happen. A lot of frenzy out there right now over a cryptic tweet surfacing in the recent hours. Could the Philadelphia 76ers see a reunion with a former sharpshooter in the coming days? We will discuss it all. Let's go. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB, your number one hotspot for Sixers coverage 24-7. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and be sure to hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of the content, man. Road to 20K. Appreciate you all. Eight games left in the regular season. We'll be covering it all, and obviously, we will be expediting the coverage come playoff time. I cannot wait. Yesterday, the Sixers fell to the Phoenix Suns, we will briefly talk about that. Um, you know, it was a tough contest, a tough game. Sixers ended up blowing a couple leads, uh, but we went up against the NBA's best. We put up a decent fight, and we fell short late in the game. And now we have the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow, hoping to bounce back, sort of like a benchmark game, right? Because the the number one to four seeds in the Eastern Conference are literally separated by a half a game. It's going to be a wild finish I cannot wait to see what happens, um, and a lot of lot of talk, man. A lot of conversation for once late in the season. These games matter, um, and there's a lot of storylines. Going to be interesting to see, you know, how it plays out. Uh, but the Sixers definitely need to bounce back, and I'm looking forward to it tomorrow night. We will also discuss the whole Ty Lue Daryl Morey thing because there is even another step today. But first and foremost, we need to get into the bread and butter, man. We need to get right into it. Just a little while ago, former Sixers sharpshooter, J.J. Redick, putting this out on his Twitter. Now, J.J. Redick, man, former Sixers sharpshooter, former just NBA great when it comes to knocking down the deep ball. And, you know, shout out to J.J., man. He's been doing his thing uh, in terms of the podcasting game, hosts his own podcast, goes on different shows. He's even hired to ESPN now because he just knows the game, right? He knows how to talk ball. And honestly, as someone who has, you know, tuned into his shows and, and stuff, I mean, he knows what he's talking about. He's done a great job and, and shout out to him. And JJ Reddick took to his Twitter today to purposely put this out. Now he puts out this tweet, no caption, just a little smiley face. And it's JJ Reddick sitting in front of the Sixers press conference media you know, wallpaper, background, whatever, with a little smirk, right? Now, you know, first thought is, JJ, what what, what does this mean, man? What are we doing here? You're just going to randomly put that out. You're just going to put that out with no caption, no no substance, nothing. It's a little hint. It's a, it's a cryptic tweet. And, and he obviously threw Sixers Nation up into a frenzy. He knows exactly what he's doing. And after taking five minutes originally to think about this, um, the only thought I had in my mind is there is absolutely no reason to post this on Twitter other than to signal a potential comeback with the Sixers. Honestly, that, that was my main thought. There's just, you know, like, I, I don't understand why he would be so, you know, down low about it, right? Like, unless he, he's just purposely trying to troll, I don't really view JJ Redick as that type of person. Um, I will say though, before coming on literally just minutes ago, uh, I received a message from a source saying that this could potentially be podcast related, whether it's 
uh, his own podcast with maybe, I don't know, a guy like Joel Embiid. So I just wanted to hop right back in for a second and cut in because I just got done recording. And of course, something comes out immediately after. Apparently, the source was correct with their information. JJ just posted this on his Twitter that he recorded an episode of his podcast with Joel Embiid. So doesn't seem like Redick will be coming to the Sixers, but I'm still going to leave in the rest about why I would actually entertain the idea of bringing him back for the last few games and seeing what he has left in the tank. In terms of on-the-floor type of performance, obviously he hasn't played all year. He spent the last two years in New Orleans, and he was banged up. He was playing with a bad team. You know, he went to Dallas, and he just wasn't the same. He didn't look the same. You know, as he's gotten older, 37 years old now, uh, he's dealt with a lot of injuries, and that's going to happen as you age. Um, But other than that, you know, going back before his days in New Orleans, he was with the Sixers for a couple years and probably had the best years or two of the best years of his career, right? Shooting uh, 39.7% from three, then shooting 42% from deep, and, you know, averaging 17, 18 points a game. And there is a reason even more, though, than on the floor than I that I think he would like to come back, and that's just playing with the greatness of Joel Embiid. You know, as somebody who has occasionally tuned in uh, to his podcast and stuff, I have heard J.J. Redick talk so highly about Joel Embiid. This was actually before Embiid matured, you know, and Redick had said at that time and even now that, you know, Embiid was by far the best teammate he's ever played with, giving him open looks and just having that chemistry between those two. It seems like a common theme, you know, as it pertains to Joel Embiid and sharpshooters, for example, Seth Curry, because they just are able to establish that good connection with Joel Embiid. Um, And I think Redick definitely enjoyed his time here. I even heard a question uh, with J.J. Redick before where he had said that if he could go back in his career and do one thing over, it would be uh, his time with Philly to try to get another chance at a championship because he genuinely loved playing here, loved the crowd, the atmosphere. He was all in on Philadelphia, and he honestly thought – that our team probably could have gone farther than they did. And, you know, it was a tough bounce in Game 7. And then even after that, you know, he wanted to stay here. He never wanted to leave, but the Sixers never even offered him a contract, and he ended up on his way out, going to New Orleans, and then his career kind of just went downhill uh, very quickly. But, you know, overall, I think I think J.J. Redick, you know, even with his former coach, Doc Rivers, I think Redick would love uh, playing here in Philadelphia and – You know, I mean, in terms of would you welcome him back? For me, absolutely, I would. And I know Sixers fans will instantly overreact to that and, oh, well, J.J. Reddick's too old, this, this, and that. Like I've said with every other free agent signing, number one, it wouldn't hurt to give the guy a chance to see what he can do. I mean, I'm sure he's been staying in shape. He's even, uh, you know, hinted multiple times at just coming back this year because he loves the game so much. And he wants to, you know, have that final opportunity to win a ring. Number two, and this is even more than the on the court type of play, because obviously our bench needs some consistent shooting and they need somebody to step in. And Redick has his flaws. You know, he's a defensive liability and this, this and that. And we know that, right? But even more than on the floor, even if he doesn't play a minute, the reason I would like J.J. Redick back, which is the same thing I said when I made this video last year, is because of his experience and leadership. And right now, the fact of the matter is the Sixers could use more leaders, more guys to get other guys up, you know, hold other guys accountable, and and just be more of a voice in the locker room. I think we have select guys like that, but on the bench, I could see us being able to benefit from another guy like that. And J.J. Redick, just with his knowledge and experience, he's a guy when, when he's in the locker room, you instantly turn your head 
and you respect that guy just given his track record. And uh, Redick is a guy that, you know, these guys could learn a lot from. And, and I think even in a late season stint, you know, I wouldn't even mind giving him a chance seeing what he has. But it wouldn't hurt, right? It wouldn't hurt because is Furkan Korkmaz going to be consistent come playoff time? I don't even know if he's going to play. Is Shake Milton going to be consistent come playoff time? I don't know if he's going to play. And we need more dogs. And J.J. Reddick can be a dog and just he can bring that energy, man. And, you know, he, he can be a guy, like I said, that other dudes look up to and learn something from. Um, you know, even if he came back as more of like a player type coach, I, I would honestly take J.J. Reddick over Danny Green, as crazy as it may sound, at least in a, you know, to give him a chance. Now, if he doesn't have anything left, then fine. Get rid of him. Let him sit on the bench and be a player coach. I don't know. But uh, I would definitely take a look at it if J.J. is interested. The last thing we will discuss, you know, we, we've kept up for a couple of days with this whole Daryl Morey, Ty Lu thing. Ty Lu originally said that, uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid would not be top 10 scores without their free throws. It was kind of taken out of context a little bit, um, but Ty Lue did, in fact, say those words. And then Daryl Morey tweeted back at him saying that, you know, the Clippers would be like the worst team offensively in the league without free throws and that you need to stop the other team's best scorers uh, if you don't, you know, I mean, if you're complaining about fouls, then just stop them instead of fouling them. Anyway, the media, I guess, for the Clippers asked Ty Lue about this, and then he had another response today saying, uh, last time Daryl Morey tweeted, he cost the NBA a billion dollars, pretty much telling him to, to shut his mouth and, you know, focus on his team. Um, my simple response to this is, um, you know, this picture right here. <laughs> Still my favorite picture by far, man. Whoever did this is incredible, man. I love it. Uh, but nah, in all, in all seriousness, man, um, Tyler, what are you talking about, man? The Clippers are not that relevant. They, they keep talking about Paul George coming back and, and, you know, Kawhi maybe come back. Clippers are done till next season. Okay. Worry about your team. It got blasted by the Sixers. And again, just like everybody else complaining about and beating Harden. If you don't want to get the foul calls, then stop them. Play defense, bring help defense, do something else. It's a part of the game and beat and Harden are both gifted scores. And it is what it is, man. It is what it is. And, and then there was another funny thing here where apparently uh, there, you know, this picture surfaced and during the Sixers-Clippers game, Joel Abid went up to Ty Lue and said, oh, I can't score without free throws, huh? So it be, I like how Embiid took this personal um, and got fired up and had an amazing game and went right up to him, confronted him, you know, kind of probably joking as well. Uh, but Ty Lue apologized or whatever, explained to Joel Embiid that the quote was taken out of context and, you know, they had an understanding, but... Tyloo, I don't know why you're still running the mouth, man. Just, just worry about your team. Daryl Morey's defending his players. That's what he does. He's a fan of the game. But at the end of the day, those are just my thoughts on everything. I want to hear from you. Give me all your thoughts on everything down below in the comment section. Like always, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.